Welcome to Athlete Maestro, a podcast tailored for athlete development, improvement, and peak performance. And now, here's your host. David Hackworth said, It's human nature to start taking things for granted again when danger isn't banging loudly on the door. It's human nature to start taking things for granted again when danger isn't banging loudly on the door. That's the subject of today's lesson that I have for you. And it's all about taking things for granted. And I'll share a personal story of mine with you, which is very close to my heart, which is something that probably set the precedent for a lot of things that happened down the line in my sports career and how taking things for granted is not the way you want to go as an athlete. And if you do not put your mind to it, if you do not set your mind to be looking out for a lot of these things, you're going to run into problems because you're not even going to know when you start taking things for granted. But I hope you enjoyed uh, the last athlete assessment episode where we looked at Vladimir Klitschko, who, of course, uh, is a great boxer, legendary heavyweight, uh, recently retired. And that's a guy that you learn something from him in not taking things for granted. He's always a true professional of his sport, took things as seriously as he could, and he never believed that it was over the line. There were also great sporting moments uh, from last week. Uh, we saw Lewis Hamilton crowned F1 champion. We saw Josh St. Pierre in the UFC comeback uh, to defeat Michael Bisping uh, to win the middleweight title. Also, Deontay Wilder, heavyweight champion, WBC heavyweight champion, also knocking out Ben Steven to win the to keep his title actually so all of that great sporting moments but today's message like i said is geared towards you not taking things for granted and there was something that happened first week of the nba season gordon hayward of the boston celtics uh shattered his ankle went up for a dunk missed landed on his ankle and literally his ankle turned the other way it was literally a devastating injury that would most likely keep him out for the rest of the season but it's not the injury that is on the message trail for today's episode. It's the messages that came in in support of Gordon Hayward. It's the messages that people sent to him and not more so than Kobe Bryant, who of course has had his own fair share of injuries, a struggle in the past as well. I remember when he, when he uh, tore his Achilles and he was out for a while, he, sh- he shot the final free throw and then he had to step up the court. He sent a message to Gordon Hayward and this is what Kobe Bryant said. He said, it's a long journey, but if you focus on the many milestones along the way, you will find beauty in the struggle of doing simple things that prior to this injury were taken for granted. Also, if you follow football, uh, Danny Rose, a Tottenham left back, who of course recently returned from a nine-month injury as well, when he was interviewed about how he felt to return to the sports, and I told the reporters, he said, I've just learned to not take football for granted. I've learned that this football thing can be taken away from me at any point in time. And I have to be serious with it. I have to be focused. I have to ensure that every day I'm dedicating myself to my sport on a constant basis. I even have to start seeing psychologists just to get through the scar of the injury that I suffered. So those are classic examples from Gordon Hayward and Danny Rose, who of course play completely different sports, but it's the same message. You have to be wary of taking things for granted. And I said, like I said, I'll share my personal experience with you and I was in secondary school, obviously, made right from primary school, sports was a big part of my life. It was something that I loved. It was something that I always wanted to do. And I, I tell this story the day that I felt like a superstar. And it's, it's not 
a lot of times that athletes get to experience that type of feeling. So primary school, secondary sports was my life and I was known for it. You know, I, I made the school teams, primary school, secondary school easily, even up on the way uh, to university. And in all of that, I continued to hone my skills and hone my craft to the point where I got known for what I did. And in secondary school, obviously, you would know that there are inter-house sports competitions. Every student is broken down into houses. And then during the inter-house sports competitions, you play each other in different sports. Now, my sport, obviously, was football. I did run 4 by 100 meters, around 100 meters, around 4 by 400 meters. I played volleyball as well. I played basketball, all of that in secondary. But football was my main sport. That was what I was known for. That's what I loved. That's what I wanted uh, to take up should the opportunity have presented itself. So inter-house sports time was coming around. And this was around the period that I lost my grandmother. It was a tough time for me and my family, and it coincided with the middle of the term where we take a break for one week in school. So that was a classic opportunity for me to attend my grandmother's burial and then make it back to school. But the inter-house sports competition coincided with that period specifically. Now, you know you're an important player for your team when your housemasters in school are calling your parents at home, despite the fact that they know that you're home to attend your grandmother's burial, to please allow you just one day to come and play for the team. Now, of course, at that point, news are circulated that, ah, will Tola be able to make it for the game? Uh, he's home for his grandmother's burial. He's not around. Uh, the game is in a couple of days. What would happen? This and that. Obviously, my housemaster, he spoke to my dad, pleaded with him to please allow me to play the game. You know, my dad, he just couldn't understand it. Like, get someone else to play. But this was me. This was taller. This was our star player. This was a guy that we needed to win the game. Obviously, my dad, after much assuasion, acceded to their request and said, okay, no problem. Find a way to get him to school. Now, at that point, the game was that day. So obviously, even my teammates, the opponents, nobody knew uh, whether taller was going to be around. Nobody knew whether I was going to make the game. And because of the kind of impact I had as related to football, news spread even to those that didn't watch football. Now, I remember driving into school on that particular day, you know, the person that brought me to school, driving into school, and the minute I stepped out of the car and the first person sighted me from afar, I could literally see this guy run across the corridor to tell everyone that Tola was around for the game, to tell everyone that he made it, is here. And I could see the classes, people jumping around and making noise, like, yes, come on, he made it to the game. And that's why I said the day I felt like a superstar, because it's only superstars that get to feel that way. It's only superstars that get to experience that type of feeling. It's only superstars that when you, when you get into a building, it's everyone knows you're around. Everyone knows you're there. And I remember getting to the hostel on that particular day, and it was a frenzy. Everyone was happy. Everywhere was bouncing because I had made it to the game. I had made it to come and play the game. My housemaster hugged me. Biggest beer hug I had ever received at that point in time. You know, and he said, wow, it's good to have you in the game. I remember uh, the opposing team, the housemasters as well, coming to me, you know, trying to play mental games and saying things like, ah, it doesn't matter if you're around. Uh, we're still going to win the game and things like that. Now, to show you why I said I felt that way, the game comes around in the evening, 4 o'clock, and literally... The first chance I had, first 10 minutes of the game, I put the ball in the back of the net to give my house a 1-0 lead. Everywhere, 
everywhere literally went bonkers. You know, and you could hear people on the touchline telling themselves, you see why we needed him for the game? You see why he wanted, we needed him to be around? Literally the first chance I had put the ball in the back of net. Obviously, not every single story has a happy ending uh, because the opposing team came back from a goal down to beat us by two goals to one. But that's not the moral of the story. The moral of the story I want to try and tell you is that day made me feel invincible. That day made me feel special. You know, so when people talked about uh, giving 100% dedication in training. I was not your guy. Why? Because I felt special. Because I felt I didn't need to. Because I felt I was on a different level to everyone else. You know, when you're going to play, when you're going to play um, exhibition matches and you have two captains and people would pick, their, their, they would pick out of all the players available who they wanted to be on their teams. I was always the first or the second guy to be picked. I literally knew that I would get a team, except I didn't want to play. So why was I going to give 100% in training? Why was I going to push myself excessively hard when I knew that I would get in a team? I remember a five-a-side competition that a couple of students put together. And that competition, I still have the awards that I won from that competition. I won the best player of the tournament. I won the highest goal scorer of the tournament in six games. I scored 24 goals. There's a particular game that we beat, we beat the opponent's 11-1, I scored 10 of the goals in that game. So that day literally changed my orientation. And when he talks about going to the gym, doing physical work, you know, I looked at them and I said, look, skill and talent would prevail. I don't need to do all of this. I'm literally on another level. And that's why if you have downloaded the, my free ebook, The 5 Biggest Mistakes That Athletes Make, you see that one of the mistakes is relying too much on your talent, relying excessively on your talent and believing that talent is the only thing that will get you to success. That was a mistake I made. Those were things I took for granted. Now, you fast forward and you get to university as well. Obviously, Faculty of Law, University of Lagos uh, was the school that I studied in. And I had a dance cup competition where every level in the Faculty of Law, 100 level to 500 level, will play a competition called the Dean's Cup. Now, from the point that I got into the university at the 200 level, my class won the tournament every single year. So we won it in 200 level. We won it in 300, 400, and 500 level. So we won it four times in a row. We literally went undefeated. I used to have people that would come to games to see me play all because they had heard that there was this guy called Tola and want to see if he's as good as everyone says he is. We've heard all the stories. We want to see with our own eyes. And every single time, they would never disappoint me. I remember the first game, 200 level, the game, we went down 1-0. The coach decided to bench me. I don't know why he decided to bench me. Uh, probably because maybe he didn't know about me or things like that. We go down 1-0 and everyone is telling him, put all in the game, put all in the game. You need him in the game. Now, that game, we end up winning the game by four goals to one. I scored all the four goals in that game. So, that superstar feeling, that talent feeling is literally something that followed me right from primary school to secondary and all the way up to university. Now, obviously, at the point that I got injured, I didn't see it coming. It was literally just an exhibition match. Guy runs into me, twists my knee. Even at that point, I still lived in denial because I told myself, I said, this is you. You have your path set out. You have what you want to achieve. You know what you want to do. I was three months from graduating when I had that injury and it literally came at the wrong time possible. Now, if I hadn't been taking things for granted, there is a chance, there's a possibility that injury would not have occurred 
at that point in time and that's what the athlete maestro blueprint is about which is something that i'm still building up and something that you're interested in you can obviously send me an email to athletemaestro.com to signify your interest in the blueprint and how athletes can go from where they are to where they want to be by following specific steps and guidelines in order to achieve their goals the morale of the story and everything that i've shared talking about Gordon hayward danny rose and also my own story is never take things for granted i remember the quote by david hackworth it's human nature to start taking things for granted again when danger is in banging on the door so you don't have a trial yet it's human nature for you to take things for granted you don't have your competition yet you're going to tell yourself my competition is nine months away so i don't need to start doing the work now i gave you the story of michael phelps who during his teenage years, he trained for five years consecutively in the build-up to the 2004 Olympic Games. Five years, every single day for five years. Now, for many people who are used to taking things for granted, who are falling into that bracket of athletes that take things for granted, they would have said, look, the Olympics is in six years' time. Why would I stress myself now? When it's about six months to go, then I'll start putting in the work. And then probably at that point in time, I'll be ready to compete. Now, you're going to be competing against a Michael Phelps who has been training every single day for five years. How do you expect to compare to him? Taking things for granted is a mistake that you should always ensure that you avoid as an athlete. Learn from my story. Learn from many stories. Now, as Gordon Hayward is concerned, this is a guy that just recently moved to the Boston Celtics. He'd have felt on top of the world. He would have felt so special to be teaming up with Kyrie Irving and many of the big name players that were putting together in Boston. Now, in literally the first game, shatters his ankle and is out for potentially the rest of the season. Now, how more devastating can that be? So Danny Rose, after nine months, when he came back, he said, look, I have to stop taking my sport for granted. I have to be appreciative of every single day that I get to play. I have to be happy that I get the chance to do what I love. My message to you today, stop taking things for granted. And how can you begin to apply this? If there's anything that you're supposed to be doing, start doing it now. Don't say my competition is far off. Uh, don't say I don't need to, don't say if I miss today's training, it wouldn't affect my performance. You have competitors who are not missing today's training, who are doing what they need to do in order to achieve their goals and their dreams so literally they are one step ahead of you so do what you're supposed to do maintain a high level of discipline maintain a high level of discipline be disciplined in what you are doing in the sport that you have chosen to enjoy the success if you're disciplined you won't take this for granted you're supposed to do 10 reps you do 10 reps you're supposed to do five sets you do five sets you're not going to tell yourself that if i do only line it doesn't matter or if i do four sets it doesn't matter you're going to be disciplined enough to pull through and the final thing guys the final thing guys always express an attitude of gratitude for being given the talent that you have for being in the position that you currently find yourself many people would kill to be in your position many people will kill to have the talent that you have but the mere fact that you have it is something for you to be grateful for and when you express an attitude of gratitude you're not going to take anything for granted because you know it's a privilege that you are the one that has been chosen to have that talent, to have that opportunity, to be in that position. Those three things are the ways you can begin to apply yourself 
to not taking things for granted. And I wish you all the success in the world. Head over to athletemaster.com. Check out all the free resources that you have, we have for you. The free ebook on five biggest mistakes that athletes make. A free email course on building your mental toughness. And also the free guide on how to start setting up your daily routines. Don't just wake up and then the day sets itself out. You know, so you don't even know what time you're going to train. You don't know what you want to achieve at training. You don't know what happens after training. You don't know what's going to happen in the next training session. For someone like Michael Phelps, who trained five years in a row at a particular point in time, he would have had a routine for each day because he would have set it up himself. This is what I want to achieve. This is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to achieve it. Did I achieve it? I'm going to answer a lot of those questions. So check out those free guys www.athletemaestro.com Also, head over to iTunes, SoundCloud, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review so that more athletes get to enjoy and see what we teach and what we do. And of course, remember the quotes by David Hackworth. It's human nature to start taking things for granted again when danger isn't banging loudly on the door. Stop taking things for granted. I'll catch you on the next episode of Athlete Maestro. Remember, knowing it's not enough, you must apply. Willing is not enough, you must do. I want you to go out there and I want you to stop taking things for granted today. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.